The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And you can probably detect in my voice that I picked up the classic British cold in what has been a very, very cold and bitter two weeks in England, Scotland and France. A wonderful spiritual journey, but a bit more challenging on the, on the physical side. So I'm uh, sounding a little bit uh, deep voiced today. No pain, thank goodness. And I'm really, really happy to welcome back to the show today Matt Kahn, who's been on a couple of times before. And Matt is going to be coming up to Victoria this weekend on Friday and in Vancouver on Saturday and Sunday. So I thought I'd give uh, all of you listeners the opportunity to hear Matt once again uh, inform us, uh, tell us uh, all his insights into his world and our world, and uh, hopefully stimulate you to go along and be part of his uh, satsangs and workshops this weekend. So, Matt, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's always an honor to be here with you. So perhaps uh, for those listeners who haven't heard you on the show before, you could just begin by giving us a little bit of your longer background. Okay, well, uh, for me, the spiritual journey has been a lifelong quest. Uh, I've been having uh, awakening experiences since the age of six, and my childhood, I predominantly had experiences of mystical proportion, and for me, access to the spirit world has always just been um, as easy as some people access their senses of sight and smell. Um, for me, connecting with uh, ascended masters and archangels has just been an effortless gift. And throughout my life, um, my connection to the universe and my ability to transmit and receive messages freely um, on a regular uh, you know, everyday basis, as just as if, as if I'm talking to someone in front of me, uh, allowed me to learn about this amazing universe and to really understand the depth and magnitude of our gifts. And then as I started to grow up as a young adult, I began having very deep awakening experiences. And it seems as if my role in this spiritual journey is to not only assist humanity in the awakening of consciousness, but to act as a bridge between the spiritual world and the journey of the soul awakening into human form. So, Matt, do you have, do you have an insight into, into why or how it is that some, some people like you have this incredible opportunity to have this doorway open so you, you, you are as aware of the spiritual realms as this realm, and where, whereas others can't quite reach that place. Do you, do you have insights on why that is the case? 
my only sense is that there are there are gifts that we all come in with, just as if there are some that walk around in this world and have a clearer sense of hearing than other people do, or some people can see crisper colors and textures than other people can. I think that there are just beings that are here at this time assisting humanity that just happen to have sharpened and heightened gifts that allow them the access that simply then allows them to live in service to others who are developing that exact same access. Now, the last time you were on the show, Matt, was actually December the 5th, and I uh, deliberately asked you to be on then because it was leading up to December, well, actually, 12, we talked about the 12, 12, 12, and the 21, 12, and so now it's four months on, and I'm really interested to hear your sense of what has taken place over that period of time. Well, during the 12, 21, 12, it, I became aware of the fact that it really symbolized the end of a soul contract. And for a lot of us, we had been raised in families where we were very empathic, we were very energetically sensitive, and we were, in a sense, living our lives feeling a little bit limited by um, using our abilities to basically reflect and embody the collective unconscious condition of the world, which is basically reflecting back to the world, what would prepare the world for its massive acceleration and spiritual journey. And so for a lot of people in the world, 12-21-12 became the moment where their rapid, accelerated spiritual journey would begin. And for a lot of us who have been holding the space, preparing the world for this time, it was the end of a soul contract where we no longer were obligated to embody the collective unconsciousness of the world and instead can begin clearing out our cellular bodies so that we could embody the highest frequency of our soul's highest reality and to begin leading the way and radiating a vibration of light that basically helps to lead the world that is now going through a rapid accelerated spiritual journey and to lead them into uh, the Earth's ascension. So for a lot of us who have been you know, very energetically sensitive but have just spent most of our lives just being aware of or being flooded with everyone else's energy and just feeling the chaos of, of, of being so sensitive, it's a time when that contract has been fulfilled and now it's time for those that have prepared the earth for its rapid growth and acceleration to embody a vibration of light that allows us to shine at full capacity and really no longer have a subconscious belief that says, I don't have the right to shine as brightly as I can until everyone else is free. And so it really, for a lot of us, it's the end of a very limiting time and the beginning of a shift for humanity into a new era of consciousness. That feels like a huge relief for a lot of people. Yes. So just talk a bit about those soul contracts and that we agreed to be involved in when we came in for, and for what purpose? Well, for the purpose that when we come into an earth, we are kind of briefed on the very collective unconsciousness that we're here to unravel for the purpose of when soul groups come into a world, they're always here to elevate the vibration of the planet to a higher frequency simply because the ongoing theme of life is that at whatever level of consciousness reality seems to be governed by, there are always going to be new soul groups that come in to elevate that frequency to a higher vibration because life's theme is always experiencing its own never-ending potential. So we only perceive a world that seems so limited simply as a foreshadowing of something greater that is emerging. And so as a way for all of us as light workers and starseeds to get to know the very collective condition of consciousness that we are here to elevate, we had to kind of get a feel for that energy. And so we were put in these microcosmic pods 
to get to know the very unconsciousness we are here to shift. And those microcosmic pods where we got to know the vibration that we are here to shift are called families. And so we all kind of parachuted into our families, took on the condition of what was unresolved in the cellular memory of the families that we found ourselves in, gave us a chance to really be a part of the family and the world and get to know the very condition that, that acted like a cocoon that we would incubate in until our time was ready to start busting out of the cocoons and waking up. And the 12-21-12 soul contract basically frees us of needing to, quote-unquote, stay in character and to really be lost in maintaining the resonance. Because for a lot of us, what happens is that we are trying to energetically create harmony with those around us, and we usually create harmony by matching the other person's vibrational frequency. But since the end of that soul contract, what we now have the ability to do is instead of creating harmony by meeting someone at a more unconscious vibrational frequency, we actually create harmony by holding an energetic space and naturally, naturally allowing others to elevate their vibration and meet us in that level of resonance. So presumably, uh, after December 21st, there would have been, there still is, I, I suppose, some residual, um, inevitable um, connection back to that conditioning. So how can we uh, help people move beyond that, um, th those pullbacks, as it were? Well, the conditioning that is setting the stage for the greatest awakening within all beings and in humanity is the purpose through which why life manifests itself in every moment the way it does. So on a daily basis, we're all really all participating in the most highly charged and uh, highly evolved spiritual journey called everyday life. And in everyday life, you're going to walk around, and when it's time for your cellular body to clear a pattern or an imprint that is, that is outdated and no longer necessary, something will manifest to trigger a specific emotion. As the emotion is felt in the body, it is already through the nervous system leaving your energy field in a moment of healing. Now, something that I often teach is that when you feel a reaction in your body, if you can notice the reaction as a reminder that what is arising is already being healed and cleared, and by simply sending a few I love yous to your heart, you're acknowledging that number one, this situation only manifested to bring up to the surface what is next in line to be healed for the evolution of the whole. And number two, I can assist in the clearing of this pattern by simply saying, sending I love yous to my heart, which gives permission for the body to feel safe enough to allow the heart to open up wide enough to release and clear the cellular debris that allows us really to step to the forefront of our highest spiritual evolution within the context of everyday form. So Matt, we've actually got a caller who's called in Lee from Nebraska. Are you happy to take a call from her? Absolutely. How wonderful. Okay, good. So uh, if you want to put Lee on, Matt, that would be great. <laughs> Matt's the, the engineer, not you, Matt Kahn. Okay. Hi, Matt. It's Lee. Hello. Um, I have a question for you. My, my son has been having some health issues, um, and I just wondered energetically if you if you had any thoughts about... Because he he feels like he can heal himself energetically, but he can't seem to get there. And, and um, we're just kind of looking for the key to that for him. Absolutely. One of the most pivotal insights that we can learn about healing is that true healing 
is not necessarily focused on clearing things that we are trying to get rid of because then we find ourselves trying to free ourselves cellularly but still kind of getting swirled into a uh, spiritual type judgment. Really cellular healing or energetic healing is really about deepening the relationship within ourselves. And so what I would invite your son to do is if he can first pinpoint the part of his body where he feels where this disruption is or where the need for healing is, and then if he can ask that part of his body, what do you need in order to heal at a faster rate? And see if there's an insight of his body's intelligence willing to actually say, here's what I need in order for this to come into harmony so that the healing is more so about giving the body what it needs and having a more intimate relationship with the body versus always trying to think of things like we have to empty out and get rid of things because essentially everything is an expression of the divine. And so even though we are transforming and accelerating and elevating in vibration, we always want to make sure that we know that this is all a celebration of oneness, of the divine meeting itself. And so if there's any disruption in the body... We want to learn how to meet the body lovingly and ask the body, now that you have my attention, how can I serve you? How can I help you be even more magnificent than before? And so then we are healing and we are elevating our consciousness, but it's all done from a basis of love and having a more harmonious relationship with our body. Wow, that, that's great. I, I appreciate that. Do you think um, being able to be in an open heart more makes a difference for that as well? Well, that of course. The same? Yes. Yes. Well, I, I absolutely. But I would, um, I would have him ask his body, "What does the body need in order to feel safe enough to have the heart open on his own?" So that ah. having an open heart doesn't have to become his um, constant ah. responsibility, which then creates a more spiritualized ego structure, which then kind of just doesn't really um, help him simplify things. Because, again, the, the higher we elevate in consciousness, the simpler it gets. So I would ask the body, what do you need to feel safe enough to allow the heart to be open on its own? Wonderful. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate it. Very welcome. Thanks so much, and good luck. Uh, I love what you do. Keep on doing it. Thank you so much, and thanks for being such a wonderful parent. <laughs> thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you, Lee. And actually, Matt, that brings us up to our first break, it's, uh, which we'll take now. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Many of us make choices in our lives based on how others react. 
But what should really matter is making our life choices based on what we intuitively feel. By tuning in to The Mystic and the Mystery with Inspired Intuition hosts Beth Porosik and Christine McIver, you'll receive the tools and inspiration you need to do just that. Your fears do not have to drive you, and you are naturally intuitive, creative, and whole. By believing in yourself, you can live the life you've been longing for. Listen for The Mystic and the Mystery every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertung.com, where my latest newsletter will be very shortly be there and talking about uh, many of the elements that took place in March and also to www.myheartcenteredjourney.com where we have our Ambassadors of Light program and I have a class tomorrow evening at 5.30 where I will be talking about many of the adventures that we had in England, Scotland, and France uh, over the last two weeks. Have with me today Matt Kahn, who returns to the show. And just before the, the break there, Matt, we had a, a call in talking about um, health issues. And, and one of the comments that you made was feeling safe in the body or the body feeling safe. Could you expand on that for us? Well, yes. Most of the disharmony we experience in our lives, even if it's a physical trauma or if it's an imbalance in our health or any, any kind of something that, that really comes to our attention that, that would, you know, breeds disharmony. The source of all of that is an overstimulated nervous system, which is the basis for ego consciousness. And in, in an overstimulated nervous system, where that begins is it creates a very short attention span. And when the attention span is short the body instantly feels unsafe. And for as long as the body feels subconsciously unsafe, the body begins to manifest mental, emotional, psychological, and energetic creations to substantiate and verify how unsafe it's been feeling, depending upon how long we've been feeling that way in our bodies. And for most empaths, lightworkers, starseeds, and just most beings, we have had a subconscious sense of feeling unsafe in our body for many, many years. And so that created a space for the nervous system to maintain a state of overstimulation, which then shortened the attention span that allowed the body to constantly put out a signal that it's unsafe as we kind of drift along and, you know, what a lot of us will know as the dream of ego consciousness. And, of course, the awakening journey is to remind the body how safe it is so it can relax, allowing the heart to open and in doing so, the attention span starts to lengthen, unraveling the nervous system 
and allowing the ego or the attachment to ego to kind of vanish just as elusively as it came into form. And in doing so, our consciousness expands to our natural state of being and our heart is naturally open to send and receive the love that we're here to offer as a celebration of life being the divine dancing in form. So those people who, who haven't felt safe in their body and, and uh, in some, way, some ways disconnected from it, how do they begin the process of, of, of relaxing into their body and feeling safe? Well, the first thing we do to relax the body and remind it's safe is we know that every time we take a slow, deep breath, we are sending a subconscious message to the body that says, despite the past that you remember, despite whatever is unresolved in your cellular body or in your energy field, as of this moment, you are safe. So we can actually tell the body that we're safe with our words, but every slow, deep breath sends that message subconsciously. And the more often that we send this message subconsciously that we are safe in the body despite the past we remember, through these deep, slow breaths, the subconscious mind starts to track this new trend. And every time it gets a message of you are safe in the body, it starts to create a pattern out of that. And the more that pattern becomes consistent in our everyday lives, it kind of goes to the top of the list of patterns in our subconscious mind. When it eventually reaches the top of the list of patterns in our subconscious mind, the mind then creates an erroneous belief around that pattern, and then anything below that vibration is immediately cleared cellularly out of the body. And I'd love you to remind us again of, of, of the importance of, of when feelings come up, sometimes not necessarily good feelings, but feelings come up, that that's actually a moment, an opportunity to release and to heal. Just, just go through that again for us. Absolutely. So a feeling comes up, a feeling in your body, a reaction, is not anyone's fault. It is not a negative thing. The feeling in the body is just a theme of cellular memories that as you feel it arise as a reaction, is the nervous system sweeping it out of your field. So what I like to say a lot is what you're feeling is healing itself. So anything in life is going to trigger you at the exact moment that you are ready to heal and release cellular debris out of your field. As it comes up to be felt, you're feeling the patterns of what is already leaving the field and the willingness to either take deep, slow breaths while it's being felt or to send I love yous to your heart is just reminding you that you are right now healing something and participating in your, in your soul's highest evolution in the spontaneous moment of healing so you don't have to get kind of lost in overly processing the feelings. What does this represent? Does it you know, trace it back to a past experience? We really are at a point in history where we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to link feelings with past experiences necessarily because what we're feeling arising is already healing and clearing itself. All we have to do is be a willing space that meets what we have not really been comfortable feeling and just meet it with slow, deep breaths. I love you to the heart. And really recognize that the feeling of what discomfort is trying to heal itself is also helping us transform our relationship so that we can become more unconditionally loving beings by holding a space and allowing to be healed the things that we've repressed for so long. So with this uh, soul contract uh, coming to a completion on the 21-12-12, um, obviously we've moved into some new energies and a new level of awareness at, uh, for all of us at some level. So um, tell us a little bit about what you've experienced since then between um, perhaps the solstice and the equinox in March just a couple of weeks ago in terms of your awareness of what is, of what is taking place and how we can utilize these energies in our, in our growing awareness. 
what I've noticed is there there is a there is an easier opportunity for people to be rooted in their hearts naturally without it being their everyday you know spiritual um, homework to try to make that happen. A lot of times people up to this point have been trying to keep their heart open or try to guard the ho- guard the heart and keep it open and as if it's their responsibility to 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 do that and right now the opportunity for the heart to be naturally open is so widely available. And what's also very interesting is that all of the various access points to the higher dimensions, to manifesting uh, incredible realities, and really the access to our soul's highest reality is only accessible through the door of an open heart. So right now what also is happening is it's becoming abundantly clear that you may very well know the right thing to do in your life. But the greatest insight that this moment in time reveals for all of us is to remind you that the right choice or the right opportunity must also be matched with the right energy. And the right energy is always an open heart. And so what is really being asked of all of us right now is to not just know the right things to do, but to let the right things to do that resonate with us to create the most miraculous opportunities only when it's embraced with an open heart. So so really the invitation is for all of us to, you know, follow our hearts, follow our highest joy and to live a very inspired conscious life, but to be aware that every moment that we are engaging in consciousness, the focus is allowing the heart to naturally be open, which is right now a lot easier than it's ever been on this planet, and if the heart doesn't feel open, it's only because there is something that is in need of being healed which again is just a reminder that the body is momentarily lost in a pattern of not feeling safe. And like I offered to the caller before, we would just ask the body, what do you need to fully heal this and feel safe again? And the body will give you an insight if you listen. And then you offer the body whatever it needs. A spontaneous healing occurs and the heart goes back to being open. And then we proceed in consciousness with that open heart, which is really the green light within all of us that opens up the door to the most miraculous possibilities that we have in, you know, have imagined manifesting in the form. And, and in your experience over these last few months, in terms of Mother Earth herself, can you comment upon the sense that you have around her energies? Uh, the energy of Mother Earth to me, and this is just my sense, of course, you know, everyone's going to give their own experience of Mother Earth and most of the time, anyone that gives you any kind of insight of the world or Mother Earth is just going to be seeing it through the level of consciousness through which they're rooted in. Uh, my sense with Mother Earth is that the interesting thing is, is that while we could look at the world and say, well, there's a lot of movement, a lot of energy, and a lot of things being healed in the world as, you know, as a whole, Mother Earth, the planet itself, energetically, to me at least, feels very calm very open and very peaceful. So it's it's almost to me as if it's the people of this planet that are going through a major acceleration, a rapid transition, an incredible leap in consciousness. The planet itself has become fully rooted in the fifth dimensional energy, and it's just the beings inhabiting this planet that are going through the upgrades and being updated into into that new reality. So that suggests there's an opportunity um, if we can connect closely with the Earth energies to help us reach that same state. Yeah, I would say right now that the purpose of connecting with the Earth energy is that the Earth energy offers insights of such simplicity 
that it helps us to really unravel um, how overly confusing we tend to allow our lives to be. And even on a spiritual path, you know, as, as beautiful as a spiritual journey is, if the spiritual journey is not rooted in constantly going in the direction of making life more simple than the moment before, it can be just as tumultuous and confusing. And again, the more confusing it is, the more unsafe the body feels. So when we connect with the earth energy, it's really an opportunity to learn that the most high, highly advanced forms of consciousness are often the simplest of insights. So keeping it as simple as possible and being in the heart basically is the, is the answer to all of this. Especially because the simpler any teaching of consciousness is expressed, it, it offers you an invitation to have a journey to evolve the soul's reality. But the simpler it is, the less pressure and responsibility and burden is on your shoulders as if it's possible for you to mess this up. There's such a perfection and an exactness in all of this that we are, of course, participating in the evolution of consciousness and the ascension of humanity. But for any of us to get so caught up in playing our role as light workers and to forget that the very things that we're participating in have actually already occurred and that our soul's highest mission was absolutely complete and fulfilled the moment we were born is sometimes something we can lose sight of. So we have to balance it with it's already occurred, We've already done this perfectly, and I'm participating in experiencing how perfectly it unfolded. And if we get too off balance, we go, well, if it already happened, it doesn't require my participation. And then we fail to experience what was created for us to explore. And if we get too lost in exploring it and being responsible for it, we overlook the perfection that we're only participating in the unfolding of what has already occurred. So it's really quite a balancing act. Matt, that brings us up to our next break, and thank you for that. Uh, it's Peter Tung with Matt Kahn for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you were looking to shift from struggle to a life of alignment with your deepest truth, You'll want to tune in to Thresholds to Awakening with host Sway Emily Spilkin. Our program will help you discover that your deepest challenges are not mistakes, but opportunities to become who you really are. Thresholds to Awakening. Enter your darkness to find your light. Where Sway speaks with spiritual luminaries, cutting-edge thought leaders, and experts in the field of transformation. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. just want to give you the information about the weekend in uh, Vancouver and Victoria that Matt and Julie will be uh, leading this weekend. Friday evening, uh, 7 to 9 p.m., will be a satsang at the Medicine Moves Studio, 843 Fiskard Street. And it will be a two-hour, and it's by donation, and then on Saturday night in Vancouver, 6.30 to 8.30. And again on Sunday from 11 until 5. And both of those presentations will be at the Three Jewels uh, on 9 East Broadway in uh, downtown Vancouver. So, Matt, perhaps you could tell us a bit about what you have planned for the weekend sessions. Whenever Julie and I travel for weekend events in different cities. We always call them our shift weekend events. So, of course, this is Shift Canada. And the idea is that when we come to a city, it is our absolute pleasure and joy to create the most loving container of consciousness where those who are here to participate in the shifting of humanity, the ascension of Earth, can come and participate at these events You know, with our one-day intensive and our events on uh, Friday and, and Saturday. To, to really be able to unlock the secrets of the soul's journey and to be able to dive as deeply into their soul's highest reality as they wish to go. And for, for so many around the world, there's such a yearning to participate. There's such a heartfelt desire to want to live their highest reality, to unlock the magnificence within them, not only to fulfill all their dreams and desires, but to shift the fabric of reality for the well-being of all. And really... For so many of us, at the heart of our experience is the desire to play at full capacity. And so with the teachings that I'm honored to present and through the energy that I transmit and all the gifts that, of course, Julie and I both offer together, we, we offer these containers of consciousness that allows a sacred space to be created where those who have the desire to access their highest reality can come and to experience the healing energies that are transmitted through the words and to gain the insights that allows them to transform the reality into the soul's playground of consciousness. And of course, we call it Shift Canada because as the work that is done to shift and uplift the vibration of everyone in attendance, it is equally shifting the energy of the cities and neighborhoods around us. And of course, all the things that are elevated in the vibrational fields of those who are participating will then go back to their families and it will help to elevate the consciousness of those in their lives as well. So when we go to a city and offer these beautiful events, it's with the intention of awakening the souls of all who are called to participate and elevating the vibration of the cities and neighborhoods around us as well. And for you, Matt, personally, when you, when you come to these, these venues and these occasions, how does it actually work for you? How does the information, the energy, how does it come through? How do you, how do you know what you're going to say? <laughs> how, does that, how, how does that work? Yeah. Well, I really, it's funny. I really don't know what I'm going to say until I say it. So it's always, as I'm speaking, it's always new to me. Uh, sometimes I do get downloads minutes before, days before. 
Sometimes I'll get a download of here's what it's going to be, and then by the time I get there, it changes again. Um, it really, really is quite spontaneous. And for me, this has just been a gift of being able to not only bring through this information directly like that, but for me, it's not about tuning into anything. I, I live in this energy and this transmission. So for me, it's just transmitting energetically a living presence that whenever I'm in front of groups of people, the gift is that the energy comes through to transform their life in whatever way is required to bring them into alignment with their soul's highest reality. And of course, whatever teachings, insights, and pointers need to be offered to unlock those doors within all who is in attendance. Of course, the perfect insights and the perfect answers come through to satisfy the curiosity and questions of those who come to participate. So even when we have like question and answer time at our events, those that are there ask the questions that, of course, bring through the answers that are perfect for everyone, that everyone needs to hear. So it's really quite a synchronistic and magical experience where we're all really working together to create such a container of transformation. And the, one of the key elements I know, having experienced it myself, is, is, is it's not just the words and the information and the understanding that comes, but it's the actual energy transmission that's coming through the words and through you. Absolutely. It's almost as if my words are simply just describing what energetically you're already feeling as you listen to the words. And so we just invite everyone in the experience to allow the words to be absorbed, but really just feel and sense what you're feeling in the presence of these words. And perhaps the words are simply just narrating the experience that you can now realize you're having and you've always been having, but again, we're just bringing our attention to the experiences that we have on a deeper level so that as we recognize them, they can be more a part of our daily experience. And how will the uh, two-hour sessions uh, in the evenings differ from the much longer six-hour workshop on Sunday? I would say that the two-hour satsang is an invitation to explore life at a much deeper level and to ask the kind of questions that stimulate the curiosity and open the doorways within us for our deepest realizations to be revealed. And of course, when we have our full day intensive events, or I call them immersion events, it's an opportunity to take that invitation and to explore it at the deepest level and have a full day to really go deep within our experience and to, to allow us to really plunge deeply within ourselves to find the answers that have that have always existed, and to bring resolve, healing, and wholeness to whatever calls out to our attention. Because, of course, the more resolved and radiant we allow ourselves to be, the more we become the open windows that allow the light of divine will to shine through and enter this world. And then over a period of time, that light will shine back and appear as a world that is as awake, transformed, harmonious, and loving as you've allowed yourself to be. So really, the full-day intensive is an opportunity to go very deep. It's almost, we call them one-day retreats. And then, of course, when we offer our five-day retreats, that's even a deeper uh, spiritual journey, almost like an odyssey. Uh, But whether it's the two-hour event or the full-day event, like we're offering this coming up weekend, it's an opportunity to experience a depth of reality that will irrefutably change the fabric of your life faster than you can ever believe it. Because really, our natural state is miraculous being. So being able to access the miraculous is actually much easier than we think. And from your your connection with with the Archangels and and the Ascended Realm, um, how are we doing since since December 21st? How are things moving along? Have, Have you had information in that regard? 
Yeah, the information, well, the information I get is never necessarily rooted in how we are doing. The perspective from the ascended realm is always seeing how what's unfolding is always in perfect alignment with what is already so, already been created to be. In the ascended realm, there's actually no circumstance. In this realm, circumstance is just one way in which we get to experience being characters. So along with all the experiences of being the characters that we appear to be, come this idea of circumstance that says I may or may not be participating at full capacity or I may not be doing things the way I should be doing, which is just a very clever way for us to really experience being these characters. But in the ascended realm, there is no circumstance. There is just you will always be in complete alignment with the will of divine perfection and anything that you think about it that suggests otherwise is just another way for you to experience the beauty of the characters that we simply appear to be. You make it sound very straightforward. (laughs) (laughs) This is my experience. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so perhaps, perhaps it might be useful for you to tell our listeners what life is actually like for you on a daily basis. Oh, well, my life is quite interesting in, in the sense that I, I don't necessarily experience myself as a person. I experience myself as a presence, as a presence of being, or as I would say, an aliveness of being. Um, I experience the body. I experience the body. But it, for me, it is just an experience, and I don't say that to minimize it. Um, I, I still respond you know, to math as a name, but there aren't any ideas about this form. And for me, it's, it's just a, an obvious seeing and knowing that it's just the divine appearing in this form and, of course, the divine appearing in all forms. So it's just a wondrous, uh, miraculous adventure of embracing the beauty of divinity that dances with all these forms. And while I have experiences as being a person, you know, I go to the grocery store and I go to restaurants and I go for walks by a lake, it is the divine perfection of eternal light that is confessing its absolutely liberated, loving nature to itself, within itself, as whatever character we appear to be. So for me, my life is, is quite an ecstatic journey of joy and devotion. And my, my life flows in a very miraculous and effortless way. Um, at the same time, there is no sense that I have actually gone beyond anything because in my experience of just being naturally rooted in that liberated state of being, for me, it's a willingness to face and welcome everything and it's it's such an exceptional experience to be able to be to welcome everything and to have absolutely no sense that anything can threaten me or do anything but reflect the will of the divine back to itself as i am so you're very much living in this in this now moment Yes, um, and what's interesting is that when you find yourself fully rooted in this now moment, the idea of now and past and future all disappear. Even the sense of person and divine disappears. And so what I like to say to people, and this is kind of a new thing I've been teaching lately, is that our journey isn't necessarily to go from person to presence. We're not going from person to presence. It seems like that in our experience. But when you go 
the deeper you go, you start to realize something different, that while it seems like I'm going from person to presence, what we're actually here to do is to erase the imaginary lines between person and presence so that when everything merges and blends into a living singularity of eternal light, there is neither light nor dark, there is neither awake nor asleep, there is neither person nor presence. There is just an absolute reality that simply is itself as it appears to be. It, it, it is a complete and supreme reality of liberation, love, and autonomy. And in that space, the only reality is love masquerading as form. And it's not a love that is like an emotional love or an emotional state. It is the living reality of light knowing itself throughout the play of form. And even, you know, those words are just pointers, of course. But it is, again, not that we're going from person to presence. We're erasing all of the lines of judgment that discriminate person versus presence. We're just erasing those lines of distinction so that it all blends into an unspeakable reality that is here celebrating its own immaculate grace and infinite potential in whatever way we seem to appear. So Matt, we're just coming up to our final break, which we'll take now. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just uh, like to thank Voice America for the great work that they're doing on enabling me to present these wonderful shows for our listening public. Uh, Matt today uh, is our engineer and Brandy, my producer. Uh, really deep gratitude for the great work that you are doing as a team at uh, Voice America. Just a reminder that Matt Kahn will be in Victoria this Friday evening at Medicine Moo Studios, 843 Fiskard Street from 7 till 9, and then in Vancouver on Saturday evening, 6.30 to 8.30, and again, 11 till 5 on Sunday at the Three Jewels, 9 East Broadway. And Matt, we're into our last segment of the show, and I know that you uh, have information flowing through you at all times, and so I'm just going to give you the chance to, to talk uh, in the next little section but uh, perhaps I, I, one of the lines I read uh, about your visit this weekend was, uh, is your heart ready to end all the seeking and suffering? And uh, perhaps that would be a nice place for us to go at this point. Absolutely. And when, when I pose the kind of question, uh, if you're, or the statement, if your heart's ready to end all the seeking and suffering, what I really am suggesting is that we're not extinguishing the curiosity because curiosity is the inherent impulse of the soul to know itself in all forms. But what we're here to unravel and resolve is a belief that our sacred birthright of being fully illuminated and awakening expressions of spirit in action must be earned, and that we somehow have to work hard to accomplish certain milestones and to cross certain thresholds in order to receive the opportunity and access to what has already been freely given far before this form of incarnation was ever birthed into form. And so what we are really invited to do at this time is to end the beliefs in earning. You have nothing to earn because it's already been given. You have absolutely nothing to prove because you are created simply to celebrate the divine's realization of itself. And that in the celebration of the divine becoming aware of itself, it wished it to experience itself in its highest form. And it scoured the endless depths of imagination, thinking in what, beauty, in what beautiful form do I wish to inhabit to express and to explore a world of infinite possibility to celebrate the union of divine will. And of course, what satisfied the curiosity and intrigue of the divine was imagining itself as you. So we are life's greatest fantasy. We are the divine's greatest dream come true. And as we inhabit these bodies and explore these worlds, it is an opportunity to awaken the aliveness of being within us, to play at full capacity, to see how brightly we can shine, to be the open windows that allow the highest vibration of light to enter this world, to transform the fabric of reality for the well-being of all that will over time reflect back a world that's as radiant, alive, and divine as you are. And so we are simply here to come together at these gatherings this weekend to celebrate our divinity, to celebrate the arrival of heaven on earth, to step into the highest capacity 
of our full potential and to celebrate a revolution of love that is awakening in the innocent hearts of one and all. And I'm honored and thankful to be a part of this journey, to play the role that I am playing to lead humanity into this revolution of love. And I'm just so thankful to invite everyone in Victoria and Vancouver to join us in this divine celebration of love and to come together to commune with the innocent beings that live in our cities and to dive deeply within the mystery of our own existence. And for once and for all, and for the liberation of all beings, we come together to explore a love that has no end. This is our time. It is now finally here. The time of preparation is over. It is now a time of ecstatic celebration. There is nothing to earn, and there is everything to access, and now it's time that we really understand what playing in form is all about. So welcome home, beautiful ones. Welcome home. Can you just uh, say a couple of words about how, when you, when you say that you, when you come into a city like Victoria or, or Portland where you do a lot of your work, yeah. how the vibrations that you're involved in, uh, in the work that you do, actually impact the city itself? Well, you know, whether our home city of Seattle, Washington, or Portland that we constantly go to every other month, or even Victoria and Vancouver, when we come and do an event and we are transmitting an energy that is being absorbed in the energy fields of all those that are in attendance, that activates a higher vibrational download within the energy fields of all people in attendance. And then when they go back to their families and they go back to their workplaces, that becomes the, magnet, the magnetic vibration that all other fields begin to download, even if the people that are absorbing it aren't aware of what upgrades energetically are, hap- are, are happening. And so it really is um, a way for a light to shine through, ignite the spark of all innocent hearts that are in attendance, and then it spreads like wildfire throughout a city and throughout neighborhoods. And we, we, you know, we, we constantly get feedback of, uh, you know, I went to your weekend event, and you know, just as I came back from your weekend event, my whole life was already transformed. My family was already acting and appearing differently. All of a sudden, new opportunities at my job showed up, and all of a sudden, new manifestations and, crea- and creations that I knew were going to come into my life finally started to shine through. And so it's really just quite humbling to be able to offer what I feel is in my soul's mission, I was born to offer every uh, being on this planet and to know that as quickly as it's absorbed, how fast that that instantaneously shifts the vibration and consciousness of the cities in which it occurs. It's, it's, it's quite a miraculous thing. So Matt, we're at the end of the show. A final, a final word from you, a final summary or a final uh, energy transmission. <laughs> well, again, I, just, this, I, I think I just want to really reinforce that being a human being, being a human expression of spirit and action is among the most sophisticated and advanced spiritual journeys in all of existence. And that it's not like we are here apologizing for the past or trying to catch up to what we think other worlds already radiate and exist at. We are here celebrating the most advanced spiritual journey And we are here at this exciting, pivotal time because for a human being to be the most advanced spiritual journey, 
the process of ascension is when the most advanced spiritual journey of human being steps into its most highly evolved energetic potential. And so this is the awakening of our own miraculous grace. This is the reclaiming of our power so we can feel safe enough to shine at full capacity and to celebrate the endless inconceivable nature of our own true nature by simply watching the world in view transform before our very eyes just to remind us of the truth we've always been. So this is where everything starts to become very exciting. This is when things become a lot more simple. And this is when life transitions from an existential struggle into a divine celebration. And I invite everyone to celebrate with us and to join us in this revolution of love. Thank you so much, Matt. We've got to come to a close then. I haven't given you the web, uh, website at www.truedivinenature.com is Matt's website. Thank you so much for a wonderful hour spent together. I really, really appreciate you and your time, and I'll see you on Friday. Thank you. I look forward to seeing you all. So my guest next week is Brian Forster, and he'll be giving us an update on the elongated skulls and the DNA testing that has been done, as well as his latest work, uh, in the Amazon and South America and uh, a civilization that he has been just looking to uncover as well as his connection to Egypt. It's going to be another interesting show. So please join me next week. I hope you enjoy today's show. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.